Check your trim set. Check your heading north. Light heading is 074. Check your altimeter set. 2946. Corrected center point elevation. Zero feet. Check your barrel and zero. Check your SS 1230 3034. Check your field. Check your speed up. Lights out. Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. All right, Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, back with you. I am pleased today to talk to two gentlemen that, you know, each and every week I talk about helping people and giving back to the community and being of value and of service to others. But this week I've got two people that actually do that. And they do it in a unique way. And so I got uh, Tim LaDolce, who's the executive director of the Tahoe Truckee Air Show. And I got Dave Love. And Dave, what's your role? I'm the education director for the show. Education director. So that tells me something, that there's something different here than just an air show. So which one of you wants to start off, Tim? Or Yeah, might as well. Yeah, our air show has been going on for about 32 years. We had a 16-year hiatus not so long ago, back eight years ago, and uh, only because we were all burned out. And they finally came to me after 16 years and said, look, we really want to do the air show again. We put out all these polls to the community to try and find a more friendly airport towards the community. And we want to get rid of this good old boy attitude over at the airport that this is just your backyard and how can the rest of the town get involved in this airport? It's not just rich guys and their toys. Exactly. So I said, here's what we can do. No longer should we charge. This should be a gift back to the community. No parking fees, no admission fees. You guys make enough money here at the airport to be able to cover a nice little air show. And uh, if you can do that, we'll do it. And we'll do it with nonprofits. So they said, sounds good to us. So I'm also the president of our local experimental aircraft association chapter, which is a big organ- worldwide organization. And we have a local optimist chapter that's highly involved with youth here in the community, both at North Lake Tahoe and in Truckee. And we have a kid zone, which is mostly Truckee, but they help the young mothers have someone look at a babysitter when they have to go to work for a while, that kind of thing. They really help the community out that way. So we put those three together. The AA runs the ramp and puts on the air show. The kid zone handles our special area on the airport just for the kids. You've got face painters and stilt walkers and you name it. They've got it there. And then we have a STEM exhibit, which Dave's involved with. And he'll tell you more about that in a second. Mm-hmm. And the EAA runs everything else. I got to stop right there because every single air show performer that I've interviewed in the hundred plus shows we've done so far, every single one has said, I started my bug in aviation when my mom or dad brought me to the airport. Every one of them. All right. And probably us yeah. as well yeah. sitting here at the table. Yeah. And I think that's very important. I think I built 40 little plastic and wooden airplanes. My dad was a... Uh, Army Air Force navigator, and he was off to war, and I was a little kid, and I said, this is really cool. And I kind of knew somehow or another I'd end up in the Air Force flying planes someplace down line. But to get that motivation, so one of our huge themes here is to let young people understand the range of things that are involved in aviation. Granted, it changes over time, but to bring your kids out to see World War II airplanes, and we're going to have a whole bunch of them on the field here bring out and see people who built their own airplanes, home-built. I have a little home-built airplane called a glass air. Love it to death. To get a chance to fly, what we will do, we'll sign kids up at the air show and they can come back on Sunday and 
Young Eagles is such a key piece of it. I've flown 300 kids one at a time in my little airplane. Thank you. And I can't tell you what exciting it is for us as pilots. Sure. And to look at the face on a kid, oh, I never knew I could do something like this. So I think the motivation of that. So we called it the Family Festival and Air Show for a reason. There's as much on the ground for kids and families to see as airplanes flying in the sky. So it's a really good kind of marriage of these two concepts. And free. I mean, we need to say that often because today everybody has excuses, right? Oh, I don't have enough money to go. Oh, it's going to be hard to park. Free parking. Well, you know, just to backtrack on that just a little bit, is that everyone knows the Truckee Tall community is more affluent than most. And I've been the director of the air show for a very long time. And I used to, before we did the free thing, I used to come out and I'd see the poorer kids would be standing at the fences because it would cost $25 to get in, mm-hmm. you know, a long time ago. Yeah. Because these things are not cheap to put on, yep. you know, and you had to pay for it. That was the rule, you know. Sure. Yeah, the Air Force would front the money and then they'd say, well, we want the money back and we get that through a gate parking and gate. So, you know, by telling them, I will only do this if it's free. You have the money, one. Two, you want to be a good community partner. That's two. And you want to give back to the community the same way. And the people love it. We're jammed in here. Why is it only a one-day show? It's because it burns out the volunteers. We're all volunteers. And to stand out in this heat for two days, Mm -hmm. it's just too much. And you mentioned the word volunteer. And everybody, you know, there's so many people that want to be involved in aviation. And we've talked about this on past shows. It doesn't matter who you are or what you can do. There's a place for you to give back yeah. to volunteer because I'm sure, you know, both Tim and Dave, you wouldn't know this, you know, ladies and gentlemen, on the radio, they're both former military pilots. They're both former airline pilots. So look at all this experience and these gentlemen are giving back. But it's not just these gentlemen. It's how many people are involved in this show. Yeah. It's amazing. And you're right. They work their their tails off. We'll have hundreds of volunteers involved in this. You know, we'll start planning it about two and a half hours after we finish this show because you have that lead time. But this community really comes out to do it. And I can't give enough credit to Kevin Smith and the director of our local airport and the airport board. And his staff. Yeah. They have just stepped up because they want this to be an integrated part of the community and be a really learning and supportive process. And I think it's really evolved into that. And we're really happy to be involved in it ourselves. Every airport community at one point or another gets into the, why do we have an airport? I pay a lot of taxes to have that airport, and I never use it. We heard that a lot. Sure. And back when they were trying to close this airport, and that wasn't so long ago, 20 years ago, actually, they really were out to close this airport down. They elected a new board of directors. We were all not pilots, and their aim was to close this airport down. The only thing that saved the airport was one. The FAA came in and said, we spent too much money on this airport. You're not closing it down. It's part of our national safety for our own national transportation system. You know, if there's problems like a big fire around here, they're going to use this airport as an asset to go fight the fires. And they have. Right. You know, so with that in mind, you know, the back to that little thing about these kids standing at the fences. You know, I would try and go and just hand them tickets. And the parents would just go, no, we can't accept that. Too proud. They were. They were too proud. So it was by saying to this board 
of directors for the airport board of directors by going to them and saying, we want it to be free so everybody in this community can participate. Mm-hmm. You know, every little kid in this community, black, white, yellow, green, they can come and put their nose right up close to an airplane and talk to a pilot, talk to a crew member, talk to somebody who knows, go into the steam expo and learn how what, what a rocket's all about. Mm-hmm. You know, just learn that there's more than just being a pilot to be involved in aviation. You know, there's so many different careers. There is. And, you know, today airports are pretty much locked up. You just can't walk. When we were all kids, we could annoy the local pilots. We could force them to give us a ride by sitting there and annoying them, walking up to the hangars. I had to wash their airplanes. Wash their airplanes. Yeah. And and we were happy to do that. But today it's not so easy. So this is the opportunity. And the Truckee Airport is a beautiful airport. It's a park. Yeah. You know, it's getting that involvement. And this is a must do, in my mind, a must do event in the Truckee Tahoe area because of everything that's being. I mean, these are world class acts you got coming. We're going to talk in the next segment about performers. And then, of course, we've got the EAA giving rides, free rides to the kids on Sunday. On Sunday. And for you big kids, that are the more well-to-do and have some money, come out and support these historic airplanes where you can purchase a ride in little unknown airplanes like B-51s and B-25s. Pretty cool, right? SNJ. SNJ, there, I would take it all. And there's a VIP tent. So you won't have the opportunity for very much longer. And that's why these air shows are so important. People ask me as we come up, into this first break. Why air shows? Why do we spend all this time, energy, and money? This is history and it's the future all together because it takes a lot to keep these airplanes operational. So to see World War II airplanes and to see the future with the current military airplanes, it is a must-do event. It's July 13th. It's a Saturday. It's 9 to 4. We're coming back right after the break. This is Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator. Stay right Go higher. Go higher. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. I got a secret for you. Did you know that real pilots do it with twins? Did I get your attention? Well, they do. I know what you guys are all thinking. I got it. If you want to fly a twin-engine aircraft, you can't just rent a twin-engine aircraft. You can't just go out and fly a twin-engine aircraft unless you own one. But I've got an opportunity for you right now. You need to call me, though, 888-366-5256. Find out how real pilots do it with twins. David Costa, Renegade Aviator.
Here he is, the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, back for segment two. And get a pen and paper and write this website down, truckytahoeairshow.com. See how that flows? truckytahoeairshow.com. It's free. The parking's free. It's July 13th. And I've got Tim LaDolce, and I've got Dave Love here with me from the Truckee Tahoe Air Show. And let's talk a little bit about, Tim, who they're going to get to see. Because you come out to an air show to see airplanes, who are they going to see? Some world-class acts and some really cool stuff. Well, we really lucked out because we treat the military so well. The word has gotten out, and now they all want to fly here. They're given lots of opportunities to bring their airplanes in when they're not being assigned to a task or being, you know, forwarded off somewhere. And luckily, we're going to have two Navy FA-18s, which is the Super Hornet. We'll have them on static here. We'll have the C-2, which is a cargo version of the E-2 that sends uh, the sailors and the mail and all that stuff out to the carriers. And then they return to land or sit on the deck of the carrier until they come in use. That'll be out here. We'll have a C-130 from the Nevada Guard, hopefully. Uh, These are all just subject to their deployment, you know. But uh, hopefully we got some really good, strong commitments. We're going to have two Marine MV-22s. That's the Osprey. Ooh, it's the tilt wing. One's going to be on static so people can walk around and walk through it and talk to the Marines that are flying it. And we'll have another one that's going to be demonstrating during the air show. So you'll be able to see how they zoom along at 235 knots and then come to a stop and land just like a helicopter in your backyard. They're awesome. Yeah, they are awesome. They're very different. <laughs> Okay, our headliner this year is Kyle Franklin. Kyle is a longtime air show performer. He was from dad a family for years. of air yep. show performers. Yeah. Jimmy Franklin was well known. Unfortunately, he was killed in a very unfortunate accident with a bunch of other guys. But Kyle's rebuilt an airplane that his dad started. It's called the Dracula. Anyone that knows the Wacos, this is a big 650 horsepower turbocharged Waco. The seat in this airplane sits way back by the tail, it's a one seater. And uh, so it's a very long airplane, bi-wing, big, big motor, lots of noise. And Kyle gets low. Yes. <laughs> and, and he's very good. He's very good. And pilot talk in the weeds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excellent show. Yeah, we have Mark Peterson, who's got an Alpha Jet. That's a Dornier Alpha Jet. It's a small ground attack aircraft, uh, still used by many military all over the world. He'll be performing we have Bob Freeman from Free Man's Air Shows. He's got a extra type mono wing like Kirby had last year. Mm-hmm. In fact, they say that he flies very much like Kirby. He's been doing it a long time. He's out of Denver, Colorado. So he's used to our density altitude up here. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know what density altitude is, is that just very briefly, if you have a 100 horsepower engine at sea level, it's got maybe 60 horsepower at this altitude. Yeah, so a little bit less performance yeah, here. A little bit, just a little. <laughs> but that shows the uh, skill level, the pilots in these aircraft, because you're going to watch ascent uh, like an extra, yeah. an extra's high energy aerobatics, where you got Dracula, which is barnstormer. Yeah, and then you got fighter jets. Yeah, All right, very yeah. cool. And then we got Anna Serbinyanko. She's the love of everyone here in Truckee. The kids just love her. She's got a doctorate degree. She has her own flight school up in Canada. She's just a wonderful person, speaks seven languages. She's like 35 years old, born and raised in the Ukraine. Yeah. You know, went to college in Switzerland, 
with a business degree in finance. So, you know, smart cookie. And Anna yeah. flies a decathlon and does very well Ave Maria. She's very slow motion, but she makes that little airplane perform. And she's just such a sweet person. We have her back every year and the kids love she's her. She's great. And, you know, that airplane in and of itself, that's an airplane the average air show attendee can go rent and fly. Yeah. So you're going to see a full range of aerobatics. It's an air- airplane that you learn how to do aerobatics yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. And she does a real nice job. She dances in the sky. Yeah, she's a sky dancer. There you go. <laughs> we got Tom Lark Larson. He's a former F-15 pilot in the Air Force. He's now out and flying for a big airline. And uh, he has a Sonex jet. That's a little tiny aluminum pop riveted yeah. <laughs> APU unit jet. You know, that he says just performs at 6,000 feet like you can't believe. 500 pounds, 300 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so what we call a kit-built airplane. There you go. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And we're so much more surprises. We have the Air Force Academy called me up about two weeks ago and said, hey, we just figured out we're going to be in your area with our glider demonstration team. You know, and we'd like to fly your show. And I said, absolutely. This is glider heaven out here. Yeah, yeah. this is where it's at. So they're going to be in the show. It's going to be the Air Force glider exhibition team. And I forget what kind of gliders they have, but uh, they're those German high-energy gliders. Schweitz and so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grobes or... Grobes. There you yeah. go, yeah. They're, yeah. they're Schweitzer types, <laughs> you know? All you glider people are probably just cringing, but... Yeah, you know. uh, way to go. Way to go, <laughs> renegade aviator. But, but it is the Air Force Academy. All the cadets that want to become pilots, the first thing they get taught in is a glider. Yeah. You know? So... That's something, and it's some kids as young as what, like 14, 14 can solo license, they license in a glider, yes, and carry and, a passenger. Oh man, and we have on the field here excellent glider operation here on our field, so you could take a ride over Lake Tahoe and it doesn't get better than that. That's right, as a ride just to check it out. They're always taking on young people to help them if they want to get their glider rating, and you can get that before you can get your power rating. Yeah, I'm a commercial glider pilot and I fly out of here periodically and it is just a stunning experience and I think again for kids it's an entry into the system without being horrifically expensive that's that's absolutely right and, and that's, in our World War II segment we're bringing down a P-38 one of six flying okay out of the Madras uh, Erickson Museum up in Madras Oregon all of us old guys love the World War II stuff yeah. <laughs> and he's bringing as a wingman a P-47 oh. Thunderbolt Wow. And coming up out of Camarilla, the commemorative Air Force will be Man of War, the P-51, and the SNJ. And then out of uh, Camarilla also, but based in Carson City, really, is our B-25 Executive Suite. Rides can be bought in Man of War and Executive Suite. Okay, and we'll come back onto those. Running up to the second segment, and stay tuned, because in the second to last segment, we're going to give you all the details on how to get involved with all these rides and how to find us. In the meantime, go to truckytahoeairshow.com. We'll be right back. Hey, it's me again, the guy who can't stop, won't stop, on a comfy leather seat with lots of leg room and free direct TV, not to mention all the snacks I can eat, and boy, I can eat a lot of snacks. Let's hear it for the snacks. High five, low five, medium five, no five, doesn't matter, you can't stop me because that's why they call me Mr. Nonstop. That's why I fly JetBlue, because they don't stop, they're nonstop to cities I do business with, like Chicago, LA, Newark, DC, Baltimore, San Fran, Vegas, Charlotte, Raleigh, Phoenix, and Buffalo. Hey, what happens in Buffalo stays in Buffalo, am I right? Up top, high five. Not a high fiver either, nobody high fives anymore. Old school. I love it, I want it, I need it.
Black Belt Aviator is focused on single pilot operations and high performance twin engine, turboprop, and jet aircraft. We work with both high time and low time pilots when you're ready to take your flying up a notch. When you've moved past the flight instructor and now want to fly higher performance aircraft, fly in real world conditions, fly safer, and achieve an elite level of performance, you need Black Belt Aviator. You've mastered the basics of the art of flying, but now you're ready for a higher standard and more advanced training, coaching, and critique. Black Belt Aviator, 888-366-5256. Let's see if you qualify, because quite frankly, not everyone will. David Costa, Renegade Aviator for the Black Belt Aviator. See ya. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away If you can use some exotic booze There's a bar in far Bombay Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator, back sitting here in beautiful Truckee, California. And for those of you that have not yet done what I told you to do in the last two segments, write this website down, TruckeeTahoeAirShow.com, and now put this in your calendar. 13 July, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., Come up here, free air show, free parking, and not just an air show. So, Dave, as we mentioned in the first segment, it's more than an air show. It's a family festival. So what do we have on store for the STEM education, for lectures? We're really important for us. We, we kind of call it STEAM up here because we've added the arts to the rest of the STEM concepts. Oh, okay. And we have I a like huge it. tent on the field with tons of folks from the local community with hands-on activities for kids to do. So you can learn a lot of the things of physics, of science, things that relate to education, but the whole range of those kind of activities. So whether you've got a six-year-old with curiosity or you've got a 14-year-old who's thinking about drones and those kind of things in their life, that tent will have those opportunities. And there's follow-on in the community after the air show. So they get turned on to this stuff. You know, we've got clubs in the schools and we've got activities that kids can do. And we're trying to just give them sort of a window into the things in this whole field that may be careers before they're done. I mean, that's how we motivate kids. So You're going to see other kids teaching kids about how they're involved with robots and neat. drones and rocketry and science <laughs> and math and engineering and these kids are seven, eight, nine years old. Mm -hmm. You know, and they've already got a path they're sort of following down. That's key, though, what you just said. The path, once you know where you're going and what you like, then you have a why. Why do I need math? Why do I need science? Exactly. Right? Because why? Because I want to do that. But when a kid grows up and they have nothing to look forward to, maybe they've been told. Because they don't know about They don't it. know. They're kids. For when you come <laughs> into a STEAM expo or STEM expo or whatever you want to call it, these kids go hands-on. And now what they saw maybe on television, they now, they're touching it. Mm -hmm. They're feeling it. They're seeing how other kids are excited about it. 
And it really opens up an avenue that otherwise might not ever be there for them. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, for when we were growing up, especially Dave and I, because we've got quite a few years on you, is that um, <laughs> we didn't have that. We did not yeah. have that. We were lucky to have a role model. But that's key right there. Right? You were lucky to have a role model. Yeah. I think, is it missing today? In some cases, yes. But again, we like to remove excuses, right? So people who volunteer remove excuses. There is no excuse. It doesn't matter who you are, what your background is, come up here. And I think that certainty of a kid seeing another kid, that was key to me listening to that. A kid seeing a kid doing it. Exactly. I could do that. And even (laughs) if you don't have any money, we've made executive choice this year that we've decided if anyone has any problem at all, it's free. It's free. We'll give it to you for free. All you got to do is just come over and silently say, say, I don't have the money to do this, but my kids would love to do it. We'll take care of that. Well, and for those of you parents as well that come here to see this great air show, if you can afford to throw 10 or 20, throw in the little extra to help out. Be of value to somebody else. Because because all that money is going right back into the community. Every cent that we collect through our vendors, our VIP tent, any kind of sales, all that money. Airport is not asking for any of it back, even though they fund it all. Like I said, it's a gift to the community. All those dollars that go to the Optimists, that go to the Kids Zone, that go to the EAA, they all go back to the local youth in one way or another. Fortunately, we live in a country where if somebody gets energized— whether it be that kid from the worst of families, and Dave, you would know better than than me with this, somebody from the worst or the best, you know, um, if they get that spark, I think that's the key, getting these kids to spark. Yeah, a chance to put their cell phone down for a second and do something, right, to physically be present in an environment, and you hit the nail on the head. We're coming up to this next break, but come here prepared to make relationships. It's not just a one day. This is a springboard. Yes. These kids can come here as a springboard and families together. And you may, I've been blessed, and I'm sure we all have, with my dad got involved in Civil Air Patrol with me at a time when we couldn't afford to fly airplanes. So there's organizations. Well, as we're coming back, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. But again, write it down, truckytahoeairshow.com. I got it right this time. Truckytahoeairshow.com. We'll be right back.10,000 hours. That's what it takes to achieve that next level of performance. Let me introduce you to Black Belt Aviator. Black Belt Aviator is focused on single pilot operations and high performance twin engine, turboprop, and jet aircraft. The selection criteria is the right attitude, not the right number of hours. 888-366-5256. Let's see if you qualify. David Costa, Renegade Aviator, CEO. the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, uh, talking about the Truckee Tahoe Air Show. And one thing came up. You know, I'm a dog lover. My uh, pit bull Everest, he comes with us everywhere, except to the Truckee Tahoe Air Show or any air show for that matter. Leave your dogs at home, ladies and gentlemen. Bring the kids, bring the family. For the sake of your animal, please leave them at home because we care about dogs and your pets. But, um, There's more than just stuff for the kids. There's stuff for everybody, as I mentioned. And if you want to come and listen to a triple ace from World War II, Colonel Bud Anderson, Dave, tell us what you're going to learn from this. This is a gem. Important for us to remember, there are very few people still alive that fought in World War II. You know, it's our fathers, our grandfathers. And I think sharing that history and a moment in time of having a window into it is such a magical moment. So Bud's been here a couple times for us. Um, He's gonna be celebrated this year at the largest civilian air show in the world in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. 350,000 people. That's big. And we're so lucky. He lives near us down in Grass Valley. He actually has a summer home here on the lake. And Bud will talk to us about his World War II career. He's got the most magical pictures, slideshow. He actually was on the History Channel where they did a segment called Great Dog Fights. Mm. And Bud actually has CGI and some real footage that he'll show us of a dog fight he was in. And that's history. Dog fights basically are gone in history. They are. But think about the young men of 19, 20, 21 years of age who jumped in an airplane knowing that the significant number of them would never return. That's a piece of history you can't miss. Bud is, I call, the most exquisite gentleman I've ever met in my life. Known Bud for about 30 years. So the stories are magical. Get the chance to meet him. He has this wonderful book, which he just updated, which will be available on the field. And you can get autographed copies from Bud. And what we're going to do is, on the field here, the Experimental Aircraft Association has a clubhouse, air-conditioned room. And we got room for about 100 to 110 people. Last time Bud was here, we were bursting at the seams. Hmm. So you get on the field, find out where Bud Anderson's going to speak. It'll be 12 noon. We're actually shutting the air show down for one hour for quiet. You can grab something to eat. Excellent. You can come listen to Bud. And I think that, whether you're nine years old and you want your young people to understand what the history really was to meet someone that's a moment in time you'll never experience again, or those of us who are a little bit older, you know, as a former Air Force pilot, to look at the generation in front of me, to me, is as important as it is, I think, for anyone about this kind of an issue. It really does give us perspective. Uh, one thing I remember as a kid, it never left my mind. I looked at my grandfather as an old guy, and my great-grandfather one day said, I wish I was a young man again like your grandfather, mm-hmm. right? Now, you know, so I think kids today, they need that perspective. We need that perspective. We don't live next to grandparents and great-grandparents like we used to yeah. as much. That's fantastic. So we can talk to a World War II aviator, but we can also take a ride in World War II aircraft. How do we do that, Tim? Well, online, if you go into truckytoeairshow.com, the rides are available there. You can book them online. It's a will call kind of thing, and you just show up. They'll be here from Wednesday until Sunday, and I don't know what they cost. I believe the Mustang ride, $17.50, something like that. It's about 30 minutes long. They say that's the ride of your life. Money well spent. Yeah, and the B-25 ride's about four fifty, 
And again, that's money well spent. Absolutely. It's one of the few airplanes left from World War II that you can still get up and walk around in. That's the difference, is that you can actually go sit in the, in the nose gunner seat, sit in the tail gunner seat, sit in the co-pilot seat, you know, move around the airplane. And, and those then, rides are about an hour long. And then picture being shot at while you're sitting in one of those. <laughs> exactly. Now, you've been shot at before, yeah. you know, so it's scary enough. But a picture, those World War II aircraft, you know, when you get up and close with these things, really, really unique. And the visibility, the scenery, the view over Lake Tahoe to take a ride in a World War II airplane. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't get to do this. Um, We also have a VIP tent. I know I mentioned this on my promotions earlier, but a VIP, this is once you have VIP, you can't go back. This is the only way to see an air show. It's the best seat in town. Our VIP tent is if you buy the tickets in advance, which you really need to do, and again, that's at truckytowairshow.com, there's $75 for adults and $25 for kids under 13. And uh, it's all you can eat, shade, air-conditioned bathrooms, meet the performers. You're right up front at the flight line. You got the best seat in the house. You can come and go all day long, go out, meet the pilots. The VIP is the way to go. You know? I suggest people, if they're interested, look, we've sold out the last couple of years. So walking on the field and getting a seat is problematic. And part of the whole VIP experience is, is knowing that you're a VIP before you even get here. So go to truckytahoeairshow.com and make sure that you buy your tickets in advance because it makes a outstanding opportunity even better. And it helps support this whole and event. it's all will call. So you won't receive any tickets in the mail or anything. You just online, once you pay for those tickets, we'll have your name, how many tickets you've bought. And you just show up at the front gate of the VIP tent. And they'll have everything for you. That's the way we've been doing it the last few years, and it's worked out very well. Outstanding. All right, Tim Dulce and Dave Love, thank you very much for um, once again allowing us to come here and present this community asset. This is a community asset. And by the way, your host of this show is bringing his Iskra jet up. That's very very true. I I don't like to promote myself when I'm on my own show, but yes, I will be here and I'm looking for, we have stickers for the kids. We always bring stickers for all the kids. So at the last air show we were at, all the little kids came up and they wanted the mean guy sticker. My sticker is a skull. So all the kids love that. So we're blessed and we're blessed to have people like the people involved in this air show because it really is it's a labor of love i know these guys and it's been several years of this you're not going to get a better bunch of people giving back remember what we say no matter what you do in life give back something pay it forward forward. i like that even better (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks guys appreciate it thanks Hey, this is Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator. There are a couple ways to listen to my show. You can listen live on the Salem Radio Network each week and on this very radio station or as a podcast. Find me on SoundCloud. Just search Renegade AV, the number 8R. Renegade AV8R. 
get lost, call my office anytime and leave a message, 888-366-5256. We're here to help you. Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator. So Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. Why an air show? Why do so many people make the trip, stand in line, and spend a day in the sun to watch air shows? What's the attraction? Is it just cool airplanes or is it something more? Sure, airplanes are cool, that's a given. But people are busy, and there's a lot of competing activities on the weekend that people could be doing. Yet air shows draw huge crowds. People from all demographics and all walks of life love to see the demonstration of excellence. Air shows are the epitome of goal setting, consistent action, and the demonstration of excellence. Air shows spark imagination, but most who come to air shows are not even pilots, and many more know little about aviation. They just like what they see. I believe that air shows inspire people with all kinds of interests to imagine what would be possible in their lives. How many kids have been inspired to dream big because of someone in their family bringing them out to an air show? I know I was. I know virtually everyone I have interviewed on this show has been. But air shows are also about giving back. Sure, you see excellence demonstrated by the pilots, but we see and often don't pay attention to excellence in secret, without fanfare, without the reward of the cheering crowd or the signing of an autograph. Gratitude. Be grateful for these volunteers who are not doing this for themselves. They are providing this opportunity to you. Remember the people who work so hard to bring these air shows to you. Look for them. Say thank you. We performers get all the glory and the accolades. Thank those aircraft owners that brought the static aircraft as well. Visit the sponsor booths. Realize that without sponsors supporting air shows, there will not be an air show next year. Thank them for coming, and if you like their product or service, buy it and remind them that you learned about them at an air show. The air show is your opportunity. When you look at those performers, imagine your crazy goal and you demonstrating excellence in what you do. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Have fun. Be amazed, inspired, and entertained. When you see me at an air show, please say hello. You already know what I'm passionate about. I would love to know what you are passionate about. RenegadeAviator.com. Find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, and other podcast apps. 888-366-5256. This is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. See ya. I got a mind full of inspiration. And I ain't living in the past no more So peace to us